The Mistake by the Lake, A Burning River, Two Hilariously Awful Tourism Videos, and LeBron Left for Los Angeles. Is this city worth your visit? Oh yeah, and the travel agents are here with two special guests to tell you why. We're the travel agents coming to you with tips, tricks, interviews, and voyages by cruise. The travel agents bringing you the latest travel news. Welcome to the Travel Agents Podcast. I'm your co-host, Brian. And I'm Will. And we're here with two friends, Mitch. Hey, guys. And Abby. Hi. And you two are married, and you're from downtown Cleveland. That's this right. This is so exciting. This is the first Hi. time, Will, that we've actually had our, our locals here with us present. Yeah. So they've given us permission to ask any question we want about Cleveland and we are just going to take off and learn all about this city, which I'm so excited to share about because growing up, I was actually scared of it. <laughs> Did you go to Cleveland growing up much? It was too far of a drive for where I'm from. Okay. It was like okay. an hour and a half. So I didn't go to Cleveland that much other than to see like the Indians. Sure. Yeah. Your professional sports. So mm-hmm. Mitch and Abby were kind enough to take the 35 mile drive southbound on I-77 to the Travel Agent Studio here in Akron, Ohio. It is so good to have you two here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Pleasure. First off, for those wanting to visit Cleveland, and I guarantee you will want to after listening to this podcast and hearing about all the great things that Cleveland has to offer, there's a few ways of getting here. We are, by car, about seven miles west of New York and six miles east of Chicago. We also Uh, have- Hours, not miles. What did I say? Miles? Yeah. (laughs) Seven hours starting six hours. (laughs) I like okay. seven miles. So it feels yeah, like I wish miles. it was seven yeah, miles. I, That'd be great. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I did too. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh we're starting early. <laughs> we also have the Cleveland International Airport. Now, it is the international airport because we do have international flights to Toronto, Cancun, and Punta Cana, but that's it. But we do have lots of flights all around the U.S., mm-hmm. United American, JetBlue, Southwest, Allegiant, and Frontier, all in spirit, all fly out of there, mm-hmm. as well as Delta. So you have your uh, all your... Major airports, uh, major airlines, and we have great hotels and lots to see and do. So plenty of ways of getting here. We also have an Amtrak train, which we'll be getting into later. Mm -hmm. So if you want to come in by train, that is a possibility. We have the Greyhound bus station in downtown Cleveland. But besides all that, let's kick it off with our defining words of Cleveland. Here's three words to help you. Here's our defining words. So with this segment, have words that help define the location that we're going to talk about. And to kick it all off, we're going to have Mitch say his first defining word. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's so much you can say about Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Three words probably is clearly not enough. (laughs) Um, But I guess one of the things that sticks out to me most about Cleveland is our uh, culinary scene. Yeah. Um, which is just surprisingly strong for a city of our size. Great food, great beer, if you're into that. Um, we, it's just really the full package. So we have a lot of uh, chef-driven restaurants downtown, a lot of great dining options that are, you know, I, I'd say affordable compared to probably what you're going to pay in a uh, Chicago or New York uh, quality, definitely on par 
um, but priced far more accessibly than yeah, what you'd pay somewhere else. In like New York or Chicago or something. Do you have any favorite places that you like to go to? Yeah, I feel like there, there's a, a real range that you could hit depending on what kind of trip you're looking to have. Um, we've got stuff uh, at the high end, um, sort of, you know, if you, if you want to go to a fancy dinner downtown, I'd heartily recommend uh, the Marble Room, which is a restaurant set in this old bank vault. Uh, has Interesting. These, yeah, gorgeous uh, marble columns, uh, great service. Uh, going to be your kind of, you know, steak, seafood. I think they do some sushi. It's pricey, but it is, uh, for a special occasion, totally worth it. I think somewhere that, that Abby and I go a little more often is a uh, another place downtown that's called Masthead Brewery. So it, it is a brewery, great beer if you're into uh, New England IPAs, uh, some of the best I've had. Uh, lots of special releases, stuff like that. So if you're looking for something kind of fun, mm-hmm. uh, they have that. But food-wise, they also have pizza, pretzels. They've got... The, Great setting downtown with these kind of garage doors that roll up. So you're kind of sitting on the sidewalk, picnic tables, food's great, beer's good. There's always, you know, baseball game on in the summer kind of awesome. place. Can you say those the name of those places one more time? So the fancy one is the Marble Room. Marble Room, okay. And uh, Pizza and Beer, Masthead. Masthead. Wow, we'll have to check those out next time we go to Cleveland. And then for a more economic scene, is there a Taco Bell downtown? There is a Taco Bell downtown. This is the part of the show where we review uh, fast food restaurants. <laughs> uh, it's a Taco Bell cantina, though, which not every city has. So, if What you, makes it special? Oh, they'll put tequila in your Baja Blast. Yes. So, <laughs> worth going just for that. Yeah. But seriously, it is the best Taco Bell I've ever had. They, yeah. they, uh, I don't know what Taco Bell's process is, but tacos, they come off fresh, hot off the griddle. So, uh, as opposed to. Right. As, as opposed to. We don't know. Yeah. Wherever they come off normally. Great place to go to after a long night at Jack's Casino, huh? Right. Yeah. Perfect. For all our degenerate listeners, um, it is a casino. So the culinary scene is fantastic. And I know we're going to have more tips for where you can eat, where you can drink. I want to go on to our next defining word. And Abby... Do you have our next defining word? I think I do. Um, nice. <laughs> um, something that is my favorite part about living downtown, but also just being in Cleveland, is it's pretty walkable. As living downtown, we we walk quite a bit. Um, but even for people who are not quite as used to walking as much, um, if you are staying in downtown Cleveland, once you're there, you can walk to um, almost all of the restaurants. You can walk to parks you can walk to the lake even playhouse square which is like our um, theater district you can walk to all of those things you might still want to have a rental car or if you've driven in to keep your car close by um, to drive to perhaps different neighborhoods around Um, but once you park in a place it's pretty easy to to walk around and you can find a lot in that area as well I'm so happy you mentioned the lake, Abby, because every time I go to Cleveland, I'm always shocked as I'm looking out into just a lake. And I think when I say the word lake, I ha- I'm thinking of like my my friend down the road, the lake in his backyard, which was, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I don't know, uh, like half of a football field. Lake Erie looks like an ocean. It does. Yeah. From Cleveland, from the shoreline. 
Looks like an ocean. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's is it the biggest lake of the five? No, Lake Superior is the biggest, but it it, it is one of the Great Lakes. It's, it's a, a great lake. It, it is a great it lake. It is great. It's, yeah, it's not good. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> but really, you see these like giant looking like um, what are those liners called that transport cargo through the Lawrence Canal over to Europe. Cargo things. Cargo ships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And over to Canada and yeah. whatnot. Yeah. I mean, it's what, what's really interesting about Cleveland is it was an economic powerhouse before the Great Depression. What caused that was the Great Lakes, the ability to be able to transport cargo through the Great Lakes to get to uh, the Atlantic and get onto major trade lines. Love it. Will, do you have our next defining word? I do. I wanted to talk about the entertainment scene here in Cleveland. Cleveland is home to... Three major sports. We have MLB baseball with the Cleveland Indians, whose name will probably be changed by the time this episode comes out. We have the Cleveland Browns for NFL football. And then we have the Cleveland Cavaliers for professional basketball. And on top of all those professional sports, we also have a, uh, a good theater scene with the Playhouse Square, which shows some plays from Broadway, but unlike Broadway, the prices are a lot cheaper. You could probably go for, what, like $30, $40, $50 to go see a, a really good play in the heart of Cleveland. And it's like Abby said, all these places are walkable from one another. If you're at the Brown Stadium, you can get to Playhouse Square within, what, maybe 10 minutes? Yeah. Probably even quicker than that. So, yeah, Cleveland has so many things to do uh, from professional sports to the arts. And, of course, there's so many great venues for concerts. I remember going to one concert and it was outside by the uh, harbor and it was just a really cool environment to be in for a concert. It was really cool. So if you're into the arts, if you're into sports, if you're into concerts, it's definitely the place to check out. And as well with the arts, I would touch on the uh, Cleveland, what's the musical? Um, Cleveland Orchestra. Oh yeah. I want to say they're rated the second best orchestra in the U.S. next to San Francisco. They are incredible. They play at Severance Hall, I believe. Uh-huh. Severance yeah. Hall. Yep, Beautiful you nailed building. it. If you've seen uh, Air Force One, the movie with Harrison Ford, the opening shots of Air Force One mm-hmm. is uh, shot in Severance Hall. <laughs> if you, know, you are lucky enough, in the summer, sometimes they do free outdoor concerts in downtown ooh. Cleveland. So Love it. If you're it, lucky enough, you might be able to. to and if you've seen any Marvel movie, chances are they rolled some of the beef footage B plot in downtown Cleveland because it's just a nice city to <laughs> capture. I Spider-Man. think they were trying to shoot like uh like the Czechoslovakia or oh, Croatia wow. or something and they shot down in uh Euclid Avenue or something. No way. Yeah. I remember yeah, one time yeah, I was a nice plug. I was I, <laughs> no, one time I was uh I was getting dropped off to take the mega bus, which is another a bus line that leaves from downtown Cleveland. And there was like extras in a movie scene. And like, I was like, oh, I, I was getting on the bus. So I didn't have time to, to check if I could get in as an extra, though. I think it was like Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. Uh, there are scenes from the Spider-Man movies that were shot in no, Cleveland. It was that would Ca- be so fun. It was Captain America, actually. Yeah. It's- I saw the set. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun. Cleveland, yeah, it's been home to several movie shoots. Mm. There's a lot of blockbuster movies that have had uh, shots here in uh, Cleveland. It's also referenced in the show 30 Rock. Yeah, it's referenced <laughs> in 30 Rock. And uh, yeah. Our last defining word is 
the outdoors. Mitch, tell us about the outdoors and, and why you can don't have to be trapped inside in Cleveland. Yeah, I think Cleveland, you get a nice uh, balance between both the kind of city amenities that you'd expect from a, a bigger city, but still have those kind of natural outdoor opportunities and locations. Uh, we've got the Cuyahoga Valley National Park if mm. you want to do some kind of more major uh, hiking and camping and you know, so if, if you want to do a camping trip, that's phenomenal. If you want to do something on a smaller scale, we've got a great metro park system in Cleveland. Uh, so we have a number of downtown parks. We've got a beach at, on the lake. We've got trails. Uh, you can use the river if you would like to kayak or paddleboard. Both of those are uh, pretty popular summertime activities. And and then on top of it, if you want, you know, if you're not so much into the physical exercise, you can also just uh, walk along the river. We've got some great paths. We've got a lot of patios. Uh, so if you just want to sit and enjoy uh, our nice months of the year, <laughs> um, they're great. And there's some pretty great places to eat outside, maybe even have, or there's some outdoor restaurants kind of along the river or even off the lake, right? Absolutely. Um, so there's this area of Cleveland called the Flats, which is an entertainment district uh, in the downtown area, but it's right along the Cuyahoga River and the lake and Lake Erie. And so that's really been built up over the last few years with a lot of great restaurants that have really good patios at quite a few different price points as well. There's Alley Cat, if you like seafood, that's by one of Cleveland's chefs. We also have Collision Bend, which has a really nice patio right on the river. And what else would you say is one of our favorite like patios for the river? Um, we like this place called Lindy's Lake House, which is also right on the river. Nice patio, casual kind of beachy lake vibe, um, easy place to grab a, a burger. Um, they do these flatbread pizzas that we like. They're amazing. Yeah, that's kind of our love a good flatbread also, pizza. Yeah, we also <laughs> live in the flats, so it's oh, nice. kind of yeah. our, our home neighborhood. Yeah. The flats seem to be the the place to go for an evening out, really, especially in the summer or late spring. Mm-hmm. Growing up, the flats were terrifying. Yep, <laughs> I'm glad you said something <laughs> awful. Yeah, mm-hmm. just yeah. graffiti and no people. Yeah, and so I remember really Mitch, when around. you were like, "Oh yeah, I live in the flats. So we'll take you yeah. down." I was like, "Oh gosh, this is like the first <laughs> time I came to visit you in downtown Cleveland," and you took me around. And the first thing I remembered was um, so many cool lights, all these <laughs> restaurants and bars. Everything was open, and they were people, and and they were people playing cornhole, and there were people playing bocce ball, yeah. and and people sitting outside, and there was a boat going along, and everyone's waving, like you're waving to people who are leaving Manhattan Harbor or something, you know? So it was, it was really impressive. Yeah. The flats are back. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the old flats. Yeah. Definitely had a kind of CD reputation. There are two banks of the flats, but yeah. so the East bank has all of those restaurants we just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the summer there's a water taxi that runs like every 10 ish minutes and it takes you across the river. You could also walk, but that takes longer. And who doesn't want a free water taxi across the river to um, there's an outdoor music venue over there. And then there's a couple other patios. Shooters has a really nice like riverside patio. Um, yeah, well. that's the West Bank of the Flats. That's definitely the older bank. Um, 
the East Bank is the new flats. West Bank. <laughs> Abby loves the strip clubs. <laughs> hey, uh, please cut that out. <laughs> so we touched on it. Come to Cleveland for a great, a great outdoor scene. Um, hiking. We also there's beaches too. Um, yeah. East. What's the name of Ed, that beach? Edgewater. Uh, well, Edgewater's Edgewater. to the west. Edgewater. You can go to the east. <laughs> oh. um, there you go. Great culinary scene, phenomenal entertainment. And I think our last defining word is neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I will not do this justice. So please tell us about all the fun neighborhoods in Cleveland. And this you would need a car for. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You would. So there's the main downtown area that we just spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind then, of Jack's Casino, the, the all the stadiums, yeah, Playhouse, Playhouse Square, Square, a lot of the major restaurants, yes, kind the, of the city center. The city center. Um, just across the river is Ohio City, um, which is another little neighborhood, but they also have a ton of restaurants. The main strip there is West 25th Street. Um, there's lots of parking, some parking lots as well if you don't want to park on the street. Um, but the biggest thing over there is West Side Market. Mm, yeah. Which is. And we're going to talk about oh, West Side Market more in detail. Okay. But I'm really glad you brought that up because it is one of the coolest spots in Ohio City for sure. It is. It is. So there's West Side Market, a ton of restaurants, um, a variety of cultural restaurants, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of breweries over there too, right? Breweries. Good number of breweries. Uh, Great Lakes is probably the most famous of the area. Yes. Yeah. Great Lakes is there. And then uh, the other one that's kind of popular and up and coming is Platform Breweries over there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bookhouse Brewing. Bookhouse Brewing. Um, there's a, yeah, there's, there's a bunch. If, if you're a beer guy, there are tons of options. Ohio City is the place to go. Ice. They also have one of my favorite ice cream places and that's Mitchell's ice cream. Love mm-hmm. Mitchell's. It's, it's so good. You got to go if you go to Ohio City. Yeah. For they sure. have a real cool flagship store there. Um, yeah, Ohio City is cool too because it, it's it is neighborhoody in that there are single family houses, duplexes, kind of you know all along little neighborhood streets. You know we don't have that downtown as much. Downtown's mostly apartment buildings, mm-hmm. towers, things like that. Sure. And then uh, one other popular area is like Tremont, right? Tremont's a pretty popular area. Yeah. So Tremont's uh, another neighborhood that's sort of just kind of down the river a little bit from Ohio City. Again, <laughs> great restaurants, bars, mm-hmm. very walkable, lots of single family houses, people around. Um, yeah, I think it's fun because people people live there and in the neighborhoods, mm-hmm. so there it really is that local feel. You find these people in Cleveland who are so passionate about their neighborhoods. <laughs> no, Tremont's better than Lakewood. We yeah. have the best parts. No, Ohio City's better than Tremont. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of my favorite areas is University Circle. Uh, the area where uh, Case Western really resides at, with all that kind of college town feel. There's all the the arts and uh, museums and so many things to check out in that area too. Lots of great restaurants, local uh, up and coming restaurants, kind of really flow from that area. No, yeah, I think the Case Western be there. Yeah, go Spartans. I'm a uh, Spartan, by the way. Uh, so we're, we're very <laughs> proud of, if not of our sports teams, at least our yeah. academics. Um, so yeah, you have, uh, a fairly large university there. A lot of young people, um, great museums, sort of, a, that's kind of a historically cultural center. That whole mm. neighborhood is cool because it, it really is where the millionaires used to live. Kind of okay. in Cleveland's, uh, robber baron days. Sure. The uh, Rockefellers. Yeah. yeah the Rockefellers, the Carnegie's, a mm. uh, lot of big, big names here. Yeah. Historical philanthropists, yeah. a lot of them come from Cleveland. 
So the university circle area is very cool because you have both the kind of, you know, young energy of a college with this kind of historic, um, I don't know, old money uh, mm-hmm. architecture. Yeah, a lot of old money architecture in that area. And I, and I do want to talk about that in a different segment, but um, Cleveland is so interesting in that its neighborhoods really make up really what Cleveland is. There's so many different cultures and so much happening, so much personality in the city because of the neighborhoods that really just make it what it is. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing I want to touch on, um, it's so exciting coming to Cleveland after having seen it as going on a bit of a, a downward spiral, seeing it now is, uh, it's just refreshing. It's exciting. It's got a very safe feel. It feels very welcoming with lots to do. I think when you hear about a city that was once booming and Cleveland was the place to be, Mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden you heard negative stories about it. It's, it's exciting now. I know it's in the, uh, population wise, between Cleveland and Columbus, Columbus being our capital, it's in yeah. the top two. It really looks at what cities. reference you're looking to, but some right, say right. Cleveland is the most populous and some say Columbus is. There you go. So a lot to do in Cleveland, and I am ready for our highs and lows. Let's go. Sometimes things are good, sometimes they're bad too. It's highs, lows, highs, lows coming to you. So with highs and lows segment, we like to talk about the highs of our trip and the lows of our trip. And what's unique about this episode is that it's not necessarily a trip we were talking about because Cleveland is in our backyard and we have our guests, our lovely guests uh, onto this podcast are also serving as our interviews for this podcast. But one of the things that we like to talk about is our highs. And one of the highs for Cleveland for so many of us is the West Side Market. Westside Market's so cool. Yeah, please talk about over, it. I want to say it's over 100 uh, vendors. Sounds right. Doesn't that sound right? From all over. Mm, let's not. <laughs> let's drag it. It's over 100 years old. Yeah. Westside Market, it's in which neighborhood is it in? It's in Ohio City. Yes. And so it's kind of this. I, one quick thing I just want to point as we really push and, and just how important it is that you visit the Westside Market. Their hours are a touch odd. They're not open on Sundays. I want to say they're open some half days, but they are open Saturdays and I think most days of the week. Um, but you, it's kind of hard to explain it. You walk in, it kind of looks like you're in an old uh, like train station-esque because it's a curved top, but it's gorgeous. And it's got this really cool, uh, make sure you get your shots of the ceiling, go up to mm-hmm. the observation deck and take pictures of all the vendors. But it basically, it has vendors who are selling all types of food, some Local drinks, produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm, produce, and I want to say a lot of sweets. Yeah. But we met people from Eastern Europe, from yeah. Asia, from- All over the place. Really all over, who were all selling things. And yeah, each each stand- feels like you're walking into almost like a family's home because yeah. there's pictures of the kids behind uh-huh. them. And it's, it's truly everyone, like every stand is almost named after a family. It feels like it's a real melting pot that really speaks to the cultural implications of the city and just the economic prowess of the city that it once was. And all of this, this old culture that's coming in, it, it's almost as if you're stepping in to a different time. It's, it really just kind of makes me feel like I'm at Cleveland in its heyday. Yeah. You don't even have to buy anything. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> imagine one of the coolest grocery stores you'll ever go to and then just walk through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things we like to do is sometimes we walk over 
And you, you just walk over in the morning, you browse around, you see what's there, and you can just have a you can make a great picnic lunch out of whatever you pick up. You, you pick up some good bread, some cheese, uh, maybe some cold cuts. There, <laughs> there's a brat stand. The guy does brats there, Ooh. very good. Yeah, um, you pick up some cupcakes and cookies. Um, and you can you can have a great little picnic. Uh, you know, pick up your food, walk. There's a park right across the street, actually some benches um, or you walk down to the river, but it's a very fun, you know, kind of little day trip there. Oh yeah. West side market. Super exciting. Definitely make it a to do it to do in your list. And it's just right over the bridge uh, to the West of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next, I want to hand it over to Mitch to tell us about Larder's Deli. Oh, so <laughs> this is one of my uh, favorite lunch spots. Now it's uh, in the neighborhood. It's called Hingetown, which is uh, about West 29th Street, right off Ohio City. Um, fantastic deli that just does sort of classic old world pastrami chicken. It has a, a fairly small but rotating menu. So it, you do kind of whatever's there for the day is kind of what you get. But I've never had a bad meal uh, great baked goods too, cookies, brownies, things like that. Cool little neighborhood there. Great coffee shop next to it called Rising Star. So I could not recommend Larder. And where Deli. is Larder's Deli in Cleveland? So Larder's on West 29th Street, uh, which is kind of if Ohio City is West 25th Street, Hingetown is West 29th Street. It you know, we talk about these neighborhoods, but they really are all so close together. Mm, yeah, they are. Yeah. That, you know, a uh, quarter it's, mile probably. Yeah, from, it's like a seven-minute drive from really the heart of Cleveland, like the financial district. Yeah. Yeah, and if you want to walk, it's probably a mile and a half from Public Square. Totally walkable. You walk up on the bridge over the river, you know, have a great lunch. Nice. Abby hit us with a high, would you? So one of my highs, um, especially since since we've been living downtown, um, has been Playhouse Square. We talked about that's the the theater district. Um, there are several different theaters that actually used to be, I think they used to be movie theaters back in the day, um, but they've been transformed over the years into stage theaters. So there are options for, there's a lot of concerts in them, comedians come, you can have Shakespeare often happens down there or um, off-Broadway plays. They have a Broadway series every year that um, we do go to, which is really fun to be able to see all of these shows that, you know, we're far enough from New York and New York is expensive enough that we wouldn't be able to go. But yeah, exactly. Um, we've seen, you know, The Lion King. Hamilton was supposed to come during the pandemic, but didn't. <laughs> um, things like that, that it, it's affordable. Um, it's a nice night out or Saturday afternoon, if that's something that you'd like to do, that and you just see really quality shows with really quality um, actors and music. A lot of local musicians also uh, participate in the the pit orchestras for those, which is uh, just a nice Cleveland flavor of that. Ooh. It's I, a beautiful location too. Oh, yeah. It's just gorgeous. Even if you're a fan of the architecture, it's worth going to check out. Yeah, I saw for that. I saw Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me there. And I also saw Spamilton, which is the spoof (laughs) off Hamilton. And I saw that before I saw Hamilton. So I didn't understand it. (laughs) And everyone said, yeah, you really should have saw Hamilton first, man. And then Mm -hmm. Spamilton. But when you go into Playhouse Square, you got to make sure you get your selfie or your group picture with the 
most gigantic chandelier, outdoor chandelier, free to the public. Yeah, it's the largest outdoor chandelier in the world. <laughs> There's our claim to fame right there. <laughs> that's right there. That's why you come to Cleveland. That's, that's right. worth <laughs> it. Right there. It is really cool. It's a really beautiful area. And I wanted to give my high, which was the, mm, I want to make sure I get it right, the Cleveland Garden Federation. Yeah, this is something that growing up I never knew about, uh, but it's it's on MLK Drive just outside of the city. Uh, it's kind of imagine a, a cool, windy road with a lot of nature esque around you, and then all of green. a sudden, mm-hmm, a of all greenery. of a sudden, you hit all these gardens lined up side by side with little plaques of countries on each one that they represent. That they represent. I want to say there's about 26. There might be 38. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot. Between regardless. 26 and 38. Yeah, yeah something <laughs> like that. There's enough. Yeah, there's, there's more than enough to see in a day. But each, each as we talked about all these great, like um, such a great diversity with all the Cleveland mm-hmm. neighborhoods. Yeah. You have like the immigrants from that country come and get together and uh, make their garden display that really kind of tells a story or an image of their home country. So for example, in the Italian display, they have pictures or sculptings of famous Italian sculptors. Yeah. They have, they have sculptures of Galileo and Dante Alighieri. That would be Greek. No, you're right. Galileo is Italian. Oh, nice. Thanks. Mm -hmm. They also have Romania. They also have Ethiopia. They have Germany, Italy, Greece. Um, Hungary was really cool. Uh, Lots. And you can kind of just see each one. And their representation. Exactly. It's fun. I feel like it's a real great representation of the, the old money that is in Cleveland. Because Cleveland, before there was a New York, there was Cleveland. And before Rockefeller moved to New York, he was in Cleveland. I mean, he's buried here in Cleveland. So there's so much old money in Cleveland and you see it represented in these gardens. I feel like, yeah, they're usually called the Rockefeller cultural gardens. So if you're, oh. uh, if you're looking to try to find them, okay. Find a local, just ask them for the, the Rockefeller cultural gardens. And I Interesting. have, an, I have another high, as you say, Rockefeller, Rockefeller's grave is in Lakeview cemetery. This is a cool cemetery. It is. Yeah. I would never think to visit a cemetery, but, but well, you and I also went right in like mid to end of October and the colors and the trees were gorgeous. And so all of mm-hmm. our pictures were cool and uh, Rockefeller is buried there as well as Garfield. Yeah. And normally when we went to visit, it was during COVID. So we couldn't do all that the cemetery had to offer, but normally you could pay $7 and you can tour James Garfield's monument and get a look inside, and it's really ornate, to my understanding. It's worth the price of admission. But even if you don't want to go and pay tour price, the place is really pretty. It's really gorgeous just to drive around, spend 30 minutes just to see the different monuments and stuff. Another cool thing about Lakeview Cemetery is it's right up the hill from Little Italy, which Ooh. is another one of our uh, neighborhoods. Yeah. So it's uh, Little Italy is our sort of historic old Italian neighborhood. And it's still a lot of Italian families live in there. Um, a lot of family-run restaurants. There's a, a great uh, street festival called the the Feast of Assumption every fall. That oh, you took me there. Yeah, Brian and I went there once. That's fun. <laughs> it was so much too. fun. <laughs> That's right. I took Brian first though. So yes. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Had to bakery. make sure it was okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. There's yeah. a bakery, Corbo's. 
bakery. Mm. It's a little family bakery. They have gelato, obviously mm. all the baked goods that yeah. you could ever Cannoli. want. Feast of mm. Assumption is August 15th, I believe. Generally around. Does that sound there, right? I that think. sounds right. That's the right season. Or does season. it change each It's year. always kind of at the beginning of the college School oh, year. Yeah, you see a lot of college Yeah. Yeah. yeah Mid-August. See, I always remember it as you never send clients to Italy second and third weeks of August. Everyone's Everything's closed. Everyone's like on vacation because of the Feast of Assumptions. So oh. don't go to Italy oh. in mid-August. But come to Little Italy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's very fun. Lots of yeah, performers, street vendors, whole thing. We have too many highs. We need some lows for Cleveland. What are some of the lows? I can speak on one. I, I feel like one of the lows is, uh, say, so we do have Lake Erie and it overall is really great, but sometimes it can really change and dictate the weather in Cleveland and the surrounding areas. So we can get some lake effect snow and that can be pretty, pretty crazy. But to my understanding in downtowns, uh, you're not really getting too much of that lake effect snow, right? Yeah. Downtown proper doesn't get it as bad as the kind of Eastern side suburbs that are really our snow belt suburbs. Um, we still get plenty of snow and our, yeah, the weather can be unpredictable. Sure. So kind of when it comes to the winter season, it's, it's a little unpredictable and you can get some pretty terrible conditions overall. If you're looking to really explore and see some of the culture of the city. It can often be quite windy, um, mm. because it is right on the lake, um, especially in the winter, but even in, in spring or summer, um, which does cool it a little bit. We do have some hot days, but if you tend to be chilly or maybe bring a, a sweatshirt or a little sweater, um, the wind, especially in the evenings, can get to you. Yeah. Now, downtown, so many great food and bar, such a great food and bar scene as you as we've talked about. But, Mitch, you kind of mentioned a lack of retail shops. Yeah, there's not a lot of retail downtown. So I guess if, if you're looking for a shopping spree trip, uh, at least downtown Cleveland is not your destination. Mm-hmm. Neighborhoods around it, though. Right. Yeah. If, if there's great, you know, we have plenty of malls and stores here, um, but we don't have like a uh, magnificent mile type shopping experience. Sure. Yeah. Is there any like good place to go and see maybe some local crafts or uh, similar to like how the West Side Market is for bakery or baked goods and uh, cold cuts and all that kind of stuff? Is there any place that you know of that? could be for local crafts because i can't think of any yeah in the summer on the weekends there they call it the cleveland flea that is a kind of a local makers market that kind of rotates from place to place it, it it's not super easy to find always and you got to kind of plan ahead and the dates aren't always super consistent as to where and when it will be okay um that's probably the best thing i can think of sure for a centralized for a local, place? Yeah, for local made stuff. If you want a Cleveland t-shirt, you can find those. There's the Cleveland clothing store is on East mm, 4th. Yeah. So if you want any kind of, you know, Cleveland souvenir, they have t-shirts and magnets and stickers and coloring yeah. books. Yeah, and I'd say if you do want uh, kind of locally made nice stuff, another one of our neighborhoods is called Gordon Square mm. um which is kind of about west 65th street uh nice little uh sort of downtown shopping strip there a lot of boutiques locally handmade uh you know there's a leather goods there's pottery um, i think that's where brunettes is it is okay yes right. mm-hmm. and there's yeah. a pinball 
place. You can go Ooh. play pinball if that's your thing. Very nice. Brew Nuts was a place that we were going to talk about in tips, but yes. uh, just for the sake of consistency, it's a place where you can go get donuts and get a beer at the same time. And they usually are open <laughs> from like 8 a.m. to like 2 p.m. They close after 2 p.m. So it's a it's a breakfast place, nice. but it's a real interesting combination. That's for sure. Great donuts. Abby, you mentioned East 4th. Is that that like the kind of the touristy street in downtown Cleveland by House of Blues and stuff. It is. Oh so, yeah. Yes, it's a it's a little. It street is a must do. I mostly, would say. Yeah, it's all restaurants. There's a couple of bars there. There's a little speakeasy yeah. called Society Lounge. If you want to go there, there's a um a bowling restaurant you can eat and Interesting. bowl. I'm not sure if the bowling has opened the pandemic, but <laughs> yeah, COVID's been hard on East Fourth. Uh, it has mm. been. Um, but yes, it's just a little. It's a, you can only walk down the street. Um, you yeah. can't you can't drive down it. But in the summers, um, they have these really cool, you know, lights strung up and all the patios open. There's the clothing store. There's some restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sidewalk like dining. I have two final lows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy we have an Amtrak station, so you can get to Cleveland by rail. Unfortunately, our departure times are right between 2.15 and 2.30 a.m. daily. Yeah, so if you want to go to Pittsburgh, times. if you want to go to Chicago, or actually all the way out to New York, you pick up the train at 2.30 a.m. So that's ugh, a, little, yeah. a little difficult. But you can get to Chicago. Then from Chicago, you can catch all those gigantic, huge, beautiful Amtrak trains out west. And then my last low is... It can be difficult to be a Cleveland sports fan. <laughs> we've been let down so many times. And not even in my I mean, in my lifetime, we've been let down a lot. Um, but like in my dad's lifetime, oh my goodness. It's like every year. Because they were so close to getting to where yeah. they needed to be and then just squashed but it. For, for the people that are coming in to visit Cleveland, what's so great about that is that ticket prices are generally a lot lower. And, you know, if you're a fan of the Lakers or you're a fan of the Bulls and you want to see them play and you don't want to pay a premium price like you would in L.A. or Chicago and you're in Cleveland, hey, go and see them and pick up a ticket for $15. Yes, I went to a Cleveland Browns versus the uh, New York Jets game in Cleveland. Now, the New York Jets play actually in New Jersey. You can correct me if I'm wrong or fact check me. No, you got it. Yeah. Thank you. But I looked around me and everybody was wearing New York Jets shirts. (laughs) And I finally just turned around and said to someone like, what are you all doing here? Am I in the wrong section or something? He's like, no, out. we have to pay like minimum of 300 bucks to go check out a game yeah. to see our, our, our jets play out in New Jersey. Uh, but here, like the tickets were started at 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're so, they're so cheap and it's, it's a fun time. Like no matter what, like even if you aren't a big sports fan, like the, the Indians games are a whole lot of fun and the Cavs games are a whole lot of fun because you're in the crowd, you're with that, that energy and it it's, it's an enjoyable time. So if you have any interest in sports whatsoever, it's worth checking out one of the three major sports. But in June of 2016, thanks to LeBron and Kyrie and <laughs> Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson, the Cleveland Cavs won the NBA championship against the <laughs> evil uh, Golden State Warriors. So It was a big day. It was yeah. a big day. I think we're ready for tips from the travel agents. All right, let's get into it. Tips from the travel agents. Brunuts, check it out. It was fun. Donuts and beer together. Gordon Square, 
highly recommend it. Yeah, Brunettes is really cool. I mean, there's so many different places in Cleveland that you can go and check out. I, I really like um, a, a taco place uh, called Barrio. It's really great, and they have super great margaritas. If you're into margaritas, if you're into street tacos, it's kind of the place, I, I think, to check out in uh, downtown Cleveland. It's uh, pretty close to Playhouse, and it's pretty close to the Brown Stadium. Uh, I'm sure you guys have just a long list of great places to check out in Cleveland. Yeah, let me just do a uh, kind of rapid-fire restaurant picks. Yeah, please. Um, so I guess, yeah, if, if you're downtown and you want a uh, nice view, good food, great uh, ambiance, a restaurant called Nuevo Modern mm. that is uh, it's a Mexican restaurant but is probably a little fancier than just uh, kind of tacos and stuff. It, it's a little more, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, upscale uh, Mexican Beautiful location down on the pier in Voinovich Park. Great spot there. A uh, couple other favorites. If you want a good kind of butcher-inspired meal, the Black Pig in Ohio City. Heard uh, good things. Yeah, great cocktails, steaks, pork chops. Usually, you know, it's a chef-driven restaurant, so you know you're always going to get a little bit of experimentation there. I uh, would definitely recommend that. Um, if you're looking for a great burger, you got to check out a place called Johnny's Little Bar. Okay. Which is a, it's going to look a little scary because you're going to go down this back alley and there's a little door off the alley with a green sign. Phenomenal burger, kind of old school Cleveland dive bar. It's been there for uh, forever. Brian and I went there once. We had a good night. Yes. I, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Great burgers. So those would definitely be uh, tops to, to check out. I think um, if you're looking for the beer scene, like we talked about, is great. Fun thing that, that we've liked to do is there's a, a tour company called the Cleveland Brew Bus that you, know, you, you pay some relative uh, – some amount for a ticket, probably 50 bucks, maybe. You get on this little bus, and they'll take you to it's usually three different breweries, and they'll have a tasting set up for you at each one. Usually the brewer will come out and tell you about the beer and what they were trying to do with different styles, kind of a focus on sort of like exploration of beer types. Mm. So if you want to uh, sort of broaden your horizon, um, it's really fun. You usually stop for dinner somewhere along the way. Just get to see. A, it's a good way to see a wide variety of stuff. Yeah. And to not have to drive, which. That's perfect. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to drive when you're drinking. Exactly. No one wants to do that. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think one of the places to check out when it comes to breweries is Great Lakes. It's our it's our well-known brewery. You got to go. It's in Ohio City. If you're getting Mitchell's ice cream or you're checking out Westside Bakery, sorry, Westside Market. Great Lakes is right there, and it's worth getting a beer or two. Yeah, and they have good food, too. So if you wanted to do dinner there, it would totally be a a fun dinner spot for some yeah, beer and burgers. For sure. Yeah, definitely. I've really enjoyed taking people when they come to visit Cleveland to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's about $28 per adult. The building itself is really cool. It's kind of like a pyramid, like imagine – almost like the Louvre almost yeah same architect yeah oh really yeah wow Wow. i was i was gonna start with the luxor in vegas (laughs) (laughs) the louvre is so much cooler or the pyramids (laughs) in egypt yeah it's basically it's the same architect as the pyramids from egypt i hope our listeners can picture at least now 
But uh, yeah, it's I'm not really sure how to explain it other than really a, kind of a mix of like Madame Tussauds, like Quax Museum with like if you're have any interest in rock and roll over the years. I mean, they, they really have it all. Or they music have, in like, general. It's not just uh, rock and roll. They have like Lady Gaga. Yeah, because they have Lady Gaga's meat suit. <laughs> Brian loves meat. <laughs> she wore a meat suit. I, I actually never saw that performance. I can imagine. Yeah, like to the Grammys or something. Something like that. Yeah, was, it, was it a protest or something? Or was I'm, she making a statement? Who knows? Hard to tell. Who knows? Maybe meat suits were in. Yeah, maybe they were in. Don't know know what happened. Yeah, I mean, to piggyback off on that, I mean, there's so many different museums to go check out in downtown Cleveland. One of the great places to go if you're trying to learn about the Great Lakes and its ecosystems and you have some young kids, the Great Lakes Science Center is really great. $17 per adult and 14 for kids. And it's a great place. It's wonderful to learn about the ecosystems, learn about how the lakes impact the the, the ecosystem of Cleveland and the surrounding areas, how it impacts the national parks and all that stuff. I was a big fan of the Cleveland Botanical Garden. Will, you and I went in October. Everything, <laughs> yeah, was, everything dead was dead and brown. Yeah. And I still enjoyed it, though. So that says yeah, a lot. Yeah. It's Imagine my wife's, we like, went, one, of, one of my wife's, like, favorite things to do in Cleveland. Imagine if we went in, like, April or May or June. It's gorgeous in the in the... Yeah, it's gorgeous in the prime time. Brian, did yeah. you do the inside portion too, though, the greenhouses? Mm-hmm. We did, yeah, yes. with the butterflies yeah. and the birds. And like I was in Costa Rica or something. Yeah, they have like a Costa Rican rainforest and I think a rainforest and like uh, Mad- like to mimic Madagascar's ecosystem or something like that. Very and I, nice. I think in the summer, if you're there, um, that they have tours of the outside with a I don't know if they're gardener the the people botanists maybe I don't yeah. know a lot about plants um but they'll take you around their gardens and tell you a lot about um the plants that they have there and and why they're there and what makes them um grow well there and things like that it was re- we went we did that with my mom a couple of years ago and it was really it was really interesting especially for someone who is not that into plants I yeah. tend to kill them but <laughs> <laughs> they won't judge me for that and um, it was just very interesting to learn about all of this. It, here's a super deep tip. Please. Botanical <laughs> Garden. If, okay, the Botanical Garden is right across the street from the Cleveland Art Museum, which is world class if you're coming to see art. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Art Museum's parking lot, quite popular. Botanical Garden parking lot, much less popular. So if you're looking for somewhere to park, park at the Botanical Garden, walk across the street to the Art Museum, typically have a much easier time parking and uh, I, I recommend the art museum it is really mm-hmm. really cool is it free it is yeah free. i was thinking i was leaning towards free yes they do sometimes have um special exhibits like sure. the the mirror exhibit Ooh, a few years ago check that things out like so that badly. had yeah do you have a price of admission depending on how popular that exhibit is i think you have to make a reservation i know for the mirrors you did but for some other things we went to an art deco exhibit there there was not a there was an admission fee for that but there was not like a reservation that you had to make other museums include malt's jewish museum of jewish history (laughs) it's true 
But we cannot forget one hour west of downtown Cleveland is Cedar Point. Cedar Point. Yeah. America's Roller Coast. What were you going to say? No, no, no. You got it. Roller Castle? I, I, uh, I slurred my words. I got excited. <laughs> I jumped the gun. You got so excited. I got so excited. Uh, Cedar Point was like the theme park we grew up going to, thinking that all theme parks around the world were just like Cedar Point. Not they're realizing. Not. No, no, not at all. Not realizing that we really have this, like, maybe one of the most epic amusement parks in the world mm-hmm. just an hour west of cleveland yeah we the top thrill dragster used to be the tallest roller coaster in the world now it's number two and millennium force used to be number three and i think it's number four now and there's so much fun and i i, I recommend it wholeheartedly it's 47 dollars for an adult yeah it's it's so worth it just to spend the entire day there fun fact they have a skip the line pass which they always sell and That's it's true dynamic pricing so the skip the line pass ranges throughout the year. So if it's a slow fall day with hardly anyone there, the skip the line pass might be like 30 or 40 bucks. But on Worth a it. on a July hot summer weekend day when the park is, you know, super crowded, it it can be like 150 bucks I heard. It honestly it's, for the skip it's the worth line. it. Though. That's on top of the ticket of forty eight dollars. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you compare that to a Disney World ticket or something, and like it's, it's still, still cheaper. Not that bad. Yeah. yeah, Universal. We just booked uh, Universal, and it's one hundred and fifty dollars, and that's no Express Fast Jet, Fast Pass or anything like that. And I know the, the last few times we've gone to Cedar Point, we've got the Fast Pass, and we don't regret it. It's almost like you might as well just do it because it's so busy. Sometimes mm-hmm. you might wait several hours for one coaster. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just saves you so much time. I heard that at the top of the top thrill dragster, which is the tallest roller coaster in Cedar Point, on a good clear day, you can see Canada over the lake. I heard that too. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, a It might cool, just be a theory, but I've heard it. And it, you heard it. So if you have the time to like actively like take it all in, because it's like a 14 second ride, you're going 120 <laughs> miles an hour or something like that. And sometimes on windy days, it doesn't get all the way to the top and you roll backwards. And I would say that's even added fun. Yeah, you get to do it twice. <laughs> yeah. 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 To go twice. Yeah. Keeps you on the edge of your seat. One of the places that I'm really interested, because if you haven't picked up by now, I'm really into history and I, I have this fascination with the old money that comes into Cleveland. And one of the things that John Rockefeller built before he left uh, Cleveland is called the Cleveland Arcade. And there's not many shops that are really active in there right now because, like we alluded to a little bit ago, the price for retail shops is quite high. So a lot there's not a lot of retail shops in the Cleveland Arcade. But it is one of the oldest shopping malls in the United States. It was built in 1890, and its architecture is just gorgeous. It's it's worth it alone just to stop by and check out the architecture. And there's some really great coffee shops, or one coffee shop, but in particular is really quite good. Yeah, there's a Rising Star coffee shop, which is kind of our kind of local premium coffee roaster. There's a couple of different locations, but there's one there in the arcade. So if you're walking around downtown Cleveland, you should definitely stop in. Get a cup of coffee. Look at the architecture. It's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Before we forget, I need to just quickly uh, throw this tip in. It's back to the neighborhood tip. I say this because I just watched A Christmas Story all the way through for the first time in my life just a couple weeks (laughs) ago. 
No, it's one of those movies where you see part parts of it all your life. Yeah, it was like, oh, always need- like on TNT or TBS or something. Always. I was like, I need to just sit down and watch this all the way through. I saw it was on Amazon Prime, I think, and, and I did it. And I, I, I loved it. And, and while in the movie they say that it takes place in Indiana, it was filmed in a Cleveland neighborhood. Do you know which one? Tremont. Tremont. Okay, Tremont. very good, Abby. Thank you. You can visit the house yeah. if you'd like. Yeah, it's if, open if, Thursday through Sunday, closed Monday through Wednesday. And I'm trying to get a price on it. But. And I believe the the shopping mall, there's like a mall in the movie, right, that he goes to see Santa and slides down. I believe that that is now the casino. Yeah, it's oh, wow. the old Higby's. The old Higby's building. No way. It's now Jack's no Casino. No slides wow. there anymore. No slides. <laughs> they should probably bring some slides in Jack's Casino. I'd go. Oh yeah, looks like it's about twenty bucks for adult, fifteen for seniors, thirteen for children. Have any of us been in Jack's Casino? I I walked in just to look. I didn't actually play any slots or hands or tables. I've only been once. I've. Did you win big? I've been twice. Huge. <laughs> I'm a podcaster now. He <laughs> <laughs> lost five dollars and left. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I hear lots of people go to Jack's and yeah, it's, bus uh, tours take you up there for the place day. To go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much to, to do and, and see in Cleveland. I mean, if uh, back to Cedar Point, if that's if roller coasters aren't your thing, if you're into water slides and water parks, Kalahari is in that vicinity in Sandusky. It's also really great, really cool place for kids uh, and families as a whole. And yeah, we talked about all these museums, but we haven't talked about the Cleveland Zoo, which is a really popular zoo in the area. And for $17 is the price for adults and $13 for kids. And I, I think the Cleveland Zoo is, is worth checking out. I think it's a really great zoo. Yeah, it's funny. I had this neighbor growing up, really uh, kind of like this. He was this wise old man growing up. And I remember one time I said, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm going to Washington, D.C. I'm going to see all this great stuff, and I want to check out the zoo. And he said, Brian, you don't need to see a zoo in D.C. We have a great zoo here in Cleveland. Um, And I agree with him, and I disagree with him, because (laughs) every time I travel and I go to another city zoo, I always find it really enjoyable, because you always just grow up seeing the same zoo, like Akron and Cleveland, Akron and Cleveland, all my life. And then I was like, let me just check out some other zoos. I actually thoroughly enjoyed them. I I got to go to the Houston Zoo a couple years ago. I thought it was awesome. So I'm going to say, don't listen to your old neighbor. Come to the Cleveland Zoo. And the Cleveland Zoo also has a rainforest. I think it's separate admission. Um, for that, but it is part of the zoo like complex. Nice. So especially in the winter, if you want an indoor part to do instead, um, that would be good. And I think it's been a long time since I've had a zoo membership. We had one as children, but I think if you have a zoo membership at a different zoo, I think that might be able to be used to for admission at the Cleveland Zoo. Wow. I think they also have brew at the zoo. So if you are an adult mm. and you're interested in beer and local craft breweries, it would be a great place to get to check out local, local craft breweries as well as the zoo. And I think we're ready for some standby items to touch on the things that we didn't get to touch on. It's safety and other info with standby items. Here we go. 
Yeah, I just want to make sure that we touch on logistics for those coming to Cleveland. So when you fly into Cleveland International Airport, which is west of the city, downtown Cleveland is just about 30 minutes away. And actually, we have the rapid, the red line, the rapid, you know what it's called? The red line. Okay. And I think it's about $2.50 in my way off. One way, it's one very ticket. Affordable. Is it and a bus can, or a train? It's a train. It's an above ground train, and it takes. It's, well, it's above ground at the airport, but by the time it gets downtown, does it end at the what's the one tower terminal tower? Terminal, terminal tower. tower. And yep. you're underground at that point. Yeah. So you do get a little bit of a subway feel. Yeah, but you're right downtown <laughs> at Public Square. So it's- yeah, exactly. So that works, and I want to make sure we touch on hotels. I had a couple hotel tips. Two of my favorite are. Uh, number one, which is the Metropolitan at the nine. This is that famous hotel that the Cleveland Browns quarterback, Johnny Manziel, from a few years back, used to stay at and party at. <laughs> Who has faded so, into obscurity now. <laughs> right now we have Baker. So, yeah. But that's per- beautiful location and really classy. And I want to say there's a cool bar downstairs or a cool restaurant. I forget the name of it. But I thought it had like a bank vaulty thing. Yeah, so the, the cool bar is called The Vault, which is actually, it's it's an old bank building. Yeah. And so the, the bar is in the old bank vault. Yeah. But there's yeah. also a rooftop bar called, I think, Azure at the Nine. Um, it's got a nice rooftop patio, nice views. Wow. And I'll do a shout out to the Hilton, the Cleveland Hilton downtown, just because it is newer. And by that, I want to say 20 in the past, I don't know, 2016, 2017, actually a lot of, thi- a lot of hotels and restaurants in Cleveland started in 2016 because of the RNC, the Republican National Convention, which came to wow. downtown Cleveland. I would say that's when the Hilton opened up. And this Hilton's cool because uh, I want to say like around flo- floor four or five is kind of the, It's it's got this cool outdoor patio with a beautiful view of the lake and umbrellas and you can eat and drink and stuff. So beautiful hotel, downtown Cleveland, the Hilton. So a couple hotel um, recommendations. We talked about transportation. As Abby said, you can walk in downtown Cleveland, but to take advantage of such great neighborhoods, we really do recommend a rental car. What does parking look like, Mitch and Abby, in downtown Cleveland? We have a lot of parking lots that aren't that are uh, definitely accessible. You can find spots that you're going to probably pay twenty bucks. Uh, on a weekend, if something's going on downtown, maybe you'll pay forty bucks. Um, not- a lot of the hotels have you could pay them to park if your hotel offers parking, and and they'll have a garage nearby for you. Yeah. The, no, go ahead. Well, and we also recently, um, or I don't know, a couple of years ago, we now have those the bird and lime scooters, oh, which nice. you know, if you're a, a downtown resident, are a real scourge because people leave them everywhere. But if <laughs> you're a just here for the weekend, they're actually really convenient. Yeah. Um, you can hop, you know, you park once, you can get across the river, you can get between all the neighborhoods on them. Um, so yeah. they, they are convenient. Kind and of what are they? So uh, they're called bird scooters. There, there's okay. a couple different brands. You download an app on your smartphone. Um, you know, you see them a lot in like Santa Monica. And yeah, stuff. it's like every city has like some sort of variant. Of these things. Yeah. So we have birds and limes and there's another brand, but you download the app. It, spin. Do you have spin? We have spin okay. too. Yeah. A couple bucks. Very cool. You hop on them. Um, it kind of like an Uber. You get charged by the mile. I want to say parking wise though. I, 
I want to say free, mostly you can find free parking in the neighborhoods that we've talked about if you're willing to drive around a couple blocks at least. Yeah, the yeah. neighborhoods are all residential. So you find a spot on the street, you're, you're, you're good. good. Yeah. There was one thing that we touched on that I want to kind of go in more in detail. We talked about Terminal Tower, but what's cool about Terminal Tower is you can pay about $5 to get to the top, and it's the tallest building in Cleveland that I can think of. And you get this gorgeous view of the city city line. Am I wrong on the tallest? Well, part? it's not the tallest, but it, it's it, pretty it, high it up is, there. It, it is the oldest be. tallest. Oldest tallest. It okay. used to be the tallest building between New York and Chicago. Oh, no, interesting. Now it's Key Tower. Yeah, there's a few taller now, but bottom it, line is you can pay <laughs> about five dollars. You can get all the way up to the top, and you get to see uh, the city skyline and the lake from the observation yeah. tower, and it's worth checking out. It's very uh, in cool. itself. Yeah, yeah there's some cool, cool history stuff too if you're into architecture and kind of history of skyscrapers. Interesting. But I want to say that, Will, back to your point. <laughs> at the time it was completed, the Terminal Tower in downtown Cleveland was, at the time, the second tallest tower in the world next to the Empire State Building in New York. Wow. Yeah, I, wanna, I think that really just speaks on to year you. on that. That is very cool. And it just speaks on that kind of that money that was going into Cleveland mm-hmm. at the time. There's a lot of money that was coming into Cleveland. Completed in 1930. Wow. Second tallest in the world. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. I want to make sure we talk about traffic. Locals, can you give us an expectation for traffic? If you're from a city that says it has traffic, Cleveland doesn't have traffic. Yeah. Uh, compared to anywhere else, it's not bad. Occasionally, you'll sit in, at like, you know, you'll have a, a traffic jam on the highway coming in. It's never that bad. Downtown, uh, driving around, sometimes a little tricky. We've got some weird one-way streets and places where you can't turn left. Uh, it always feels like the lights are timed poorly. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, I, I wouldn't say we have notable traffic to be aware of. Okay, that's good. And I want to make sure we touch on safety. Abby, how do you feel? Do you walk around downtown Cleveland alone? You take Mitch with you. Mitch, how do you feel? I want I want to hear from both of you. How do you feel safety wise? I I walk around downtown Cleveland alone. Uh, usually during the day, but I'm not prone to walk around anywhere at night, even in a suburb. Sure. Um, so that's just me. But yes, I I do feel comfortable uh, in the summer. I, I work at school, so I have most of the summers off. So. I will just take a book and I'll go walk to the lake for a while by myself while Mitch is at work. Um, It feels very safe to me. Um, You know, obviously in any place that you're not familiar with, be aware of your surroundings. Um, Be aware of of people that you don't know nearby. Um, But in general, I wouldn't say that we have, I have any safety concerns that I wouldn't have in any other uh, major city um, either. Yeah, I think there's definitely places that you don't want to be alone at night, but there are places you'll recognize where you shouldn't be or where you should be cautious. Um, From a just sort of general downtown standpoint, I think Cleveland's pretty safe. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, don't do stupid things. Don't don't get way off the beaten path at midnight, but don't go to East Cleveland. Right. Avoid (laughs) East Cleveland. Um, which is which is a city. It does not mean the eastern part of Cleveland. Exactly. It is a separate city to Cleveland's east. Yeah, a lot of some difficulty, mostly stemming from poor uh, governance, and uh, the city's bankrupt, uh, which means the police department is underfunded and overburdened. Mm. Yeah, it can cause some issues. Sure. Do you see yourself in Cleveland forever? 
for at least a, a bit. Um, yeah, uh, well, you just bought a house. So. We did just buy a house, so you know. We just bought a house in Ohio City. Yeah. I I will say I I am sad to be moving out of the downtown. Mm. Like we're only about five minutes away from our current apartment. Um, but I, you know, just the the that downtown feel. It, it the place we bought our house is still very walkable. There's still a great ice cream shop nearby, so Good. that's all taken care of. But um, but it, it it is a fun place to be. That it seems like especially now there's always something happening even in a pandemic there's mm-hmm. you know different things going on restaurants are open um it's nice to be in the center of that and I, we've covered a lot today in this episode and i i do want to point our listeners to our travel guide or our itinerary whatever it is that we have uh up we're going to have all of this information up so that you can look at it and you don't have to take notes or anything like that it's going to be there provided for you so um take note that that'll be there for you very cool. I just wanted to say a very special thanks to our first ever live locals here at the Travel Agent Studio, Mitch and Abby. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you, guys. Come to Cleveland. Yeah, and stay. That's forever. it. I hope we made our, our our case in point that Cleveland is worth your visit. We're the travel agents. That's the end of our show.